Early Breakfast, 7.02, this morning. 19 minutes after 5 a.m. You are listening to the Early Breakfast Show. My name is Oliver Dixon with you till 6 this morning. Uh, for this segment, I'm joined by Manda Lionel Isaacs, who is a political economist uh, and former director of stakeholder engagement and research at the Ministry of Finance. Mandla, good morning and thank you so much for your time this morning. Good morning, Oliver. 500 billion rand, has it been prioritized in the best possible way? Um, I think it has. I think that, uh, you know, the government is is dealing with the same challenge that governments around the world are dealing with. And, um, you know, which is trying to keep individuals and businesses afloat. Obviously, in our case, um, you know, our economy has a lot of informal um, businesses, a lot of small and micro businesses. Um, and, and so, you know, government is trying to just make sure that each profile of individual and business uh, has support. And I think they did a reasonably good job. Before we get to what the money will be spent on, let's talk about where the money will be coming from. There's a lot of anxiety about institutions uh, such as Bretton Woods institutions, the IMF and the World Bank being approached for uh, funding instruments. Um, should we at all worry about taking loans from the IMF through uh, and, and the consequential structural reform programs that come attached to that? So obviously, um, you know, there's there's a lot of anxiety, um, I, you know, being an African country, um, Africa has painful memories of structural adjustment programs that, that happened, uh, you know, in the 80s in particular, um, into the early 90s. Um, but that is not what what is happening today. First of all, the, um, the IMF um, has made clear that you know, the emergency funding that's available um, will not have uh, the same, you know, strict conditionality that associated with those structural adjustment programs. But also just taking a step back, we need to remember that we are members of these institutions, right? They're not institutions that are imposed on us. We're right. voluntarily members of these institutions. We contribute resources to them. And so, you know, it's actually important to remember that we actually contribute uh, billions of rands over over the years to these institutions um, as members, um, specifically so that if, in the case um, that you know financial or economic shocks um, happen, that we have access to these this emergency funding. And obviously, this is a an unprecedented economic shock. I do think that we are likely to see that um, the we, that the funding we we access from them will, will I think will be confined to the help supporting the health response and the the additional resources that are needed for the health sector. I suspect that we will we will be very targeted in what we approach them for, and I suspect it will not be used for the broader economic stimulus and uh, and fiscal support for exactly that reason um, that. Government, I think the politically, we don't want to be yeah. in a situation in which our fiscal policy, um, we have to emphasize on fiscal policy broadly. If you're right on that, it means we'll only be taking 20 billion from them because that's what's been earmarked for uh, ramping up the health response. Well, um, I mean, there's, there's the, 
I, I did I did pick that up in the in the president's speech that you know the number was pegged at twenty billion. But remember, it's not just the direct health care costs, but it's also um, things like you know emergency supplies, yeah. you know, procurement of PPE, uh, you know all sorts of things. So you know it's, it's something to watch. But I think it's important to remember that of that five hundred billion. Remember we said he said that one hundred and thirty billion is going to be you know, we prioritize from other parts of the budget. Yeah. We know that there is um, this UIF surplus of over 160 billion rand that government is likely to, to attempt to access. And then, of course, there's going to be our pools of domestic savings. One of the things that one of our strengths um, as an African country that um, in particular is that we do have a, a relatively large domestic savings in terms of, you know, the amount of pension money and institutional money that's available for government to access, um, whereas uh, many other African countries don't necessarily have that well-developed financial markets that they can access for development. We do have that, as well as um, the potential for the Reserve Bank, um, whether either through buying government bonds or through printing money. So I think we need to put in context that um, I, I don't believe that we're going to be going to the IMF and World Bank for even a majority of that 500 billion. Yeah, I think it'll yeah. be it'll be likely less than 100 billion rand that we'll be going to them for. 50 billion has been earmarked for as as a corona grant budget uh 300 rand additional for social for child support grant uh, an additional 500 rand uh for the five months thereafter 250 rand for all other grant beneficiaries and the one that excited twitter 350 rand in unemployment grant uh, this is a lot of money that's been pumped into the uh, grant system, the social security system. Um, ordinarily, the mechanisms for that already exist. For instance, child support grant is already being paid to the beneficiaries. But the unemployment grant is something that's entirely new. Do you, do you fear that perhaps uh, our social security systems may not have the capacity for that? If we look at what happened in America, the vast amount of people that applied for that $1,200 uh, relief uh, uh, once of payment, their systems nearly crashed at, for all, through, because of all of those applications. Is that something we should be fearing here? Well, it certainly is a, is a major administration, administrative challenge for governments to to get that support to everybody that needs it. Um, I personally think that the, the 350 rand, I was a bit disappointed. I thought that was too narrow. I think government is trying to pinpoint, oh, well, who needs what support? And I think with this shot being so vast, they should have gone with a, a broader kind of helicopter drop um, almost to every adult. Institute of Economic Justice had suggested 4,500 rand once off to every adult, or then maybe you could say, um, you know, targeted to people below a particular income and say, yeah. you know, if you earn more than five or 600,000 rand, you know, make it optional or say that we'll then claw it back in tax at the end of the year. But, but way, here we have, what, 2,100 rand over the next six months. Do you believe it should have been a once-off payment? Well, I think whether... So, again, it gets, it gets into the administrative challenges of how do you distribute it, right? Because, fine, on the, on the, for the grants where you've just increased the amount, you already have an existing uh, payment profile. You don't have massive new amounts of people that have to register. Whereas for this 350 rand, 
people are going to have to register. Um, so if you said social development will give us the details, then those people are going to have to, you said they're going to show, social development will outline what the criteria is. And so, you know, I think you, you see, even with the small business stuff, if you, if you attach too many strings, and our government, I think, was a bit too conservative in staying in its mold of need-based aid. Now people have to provide paperwork or it creates an yeah. administrative challenge where you're going to have millions of people applying for this thing. Uh, and the harder you make it, it's, it's almost like you're defeating the purpose because you were trying to get money into the hands of people that need it as quickly as possible. So yeah. I would like to see a universal basic income style uh, transfer that just goes to everyone. That is not need. That you don't have to prove need. Right, right, right. Slightly more uh, administratively easy, but um, yeah, unfortunately, that that's going to be an administrative challenge. Yeah, Manda, thank you so much for your time once again this morning. Really, really do appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you. Mandela and Isaacs. Uh, columns very often for the Daily Maverick, uh, possibly will publish very soon again on this particular matter. Do check out his social media.